I'm Robert Casanello, an associate professor of history at the University of Central Florida, and I'm hosting this podcast called Every Tongue Got to Confess, a podcast exploring communities of color. This podcast is brought to you by the Association to Preserve the Inville Community, sponsor of the Zoroner Hurston Festival of the Arts and Humanities, and the Department of History and Africa and African American Studies at Rollins College. The title of this podcast comes from a collection of folk tales by Zoroner Hurston, and like Hurston, we are exploring the experiences and stories of communities of color. Welcome to this episode, and please be our guest and subscribe to this podcast. I'm Robert Casanello, an associate professor of history at the University of Central Florida, and I had a chance to sit down with Rollins College President Grant Cornwell to talk a little bit about the mission of the Liberal Arts College in the 21st century. Here's a sample of our exchange. Uh, President Cornwell, I want to thank you for joining me. If you wouldn't mind, could you introduce yourself to our audience? So I'm, I'm Grant Cornwell. I'm the president of Rollins College. And could you tell me... How do you view the role of the small liberal arts institution in the 21st century? Well, you know, one of the treasures of American higher education is that there's a sort of vast number of ways for students to pursue a degree, and they all have their role. There's large state institutions, there's research institutions, there's community colleges, there's uh, the online platforms, um, but Residential liberal arts colleges, I really think, are the distinctively American contribution to higher education. They were invented here for the express purpose of creating an educated citizenry. And I think that in this global era, they actually are situated to provide the most relevant education because it's intimate, it's dynamic, it has students engaged with problem solving by working closely with professors. Uh, and I think that uh, a, a college like Rollins can provide a curriculum that uh, prepares our students for this global economy. In fact, our mission is to provide a liberal education for global citizenship and responsible leadership. And we take that very seriously. And the thing about a residential liberal arts college is that that mission is pursued in the classroom and out of the classroom. So the a Rollins education for global citizenship and responsible leadership is the totality of a student's experience there, both in their coursework, but also in as they learn to navigate their lives, living and learning together in a residential community. I think that that experience, especially that experience, living and learning together with people right alongside you that come from different backgrounds, different socioeconomic experiences, different races, different ethnicities, different nations, different religious traditions. It's exactly the kind of uh, laboratory for democratic living in a global era that I think we do better than anywhere else. Anywhere else. Welcome back, and I'm in the studio with uh, Dr. Julian Chambliss and N.Y. Nathiri, and I'd like for each of you to introduce yourself to our listeners. Um, Julian, can you start us out? Sure. My name is Julian Chambliss. I am professor of history, chair of the history department at Rollins College. I'm also the coordinator of the Africa and African American Studies program. N.Y., can you introduce yourself? 
Yes, I am N.Y. Nethiri, Executive Director of the Association to Preserve the Eatonville Community and the sponsor of the annual Zora Neale Hurston Festival of the Arts and Humanities. Okay, Julian, can you start us off and tell us a little bit about the ways in which um, students interact with global citizenship in your classes? Sure. You know, as um, the mission of the college emphasizes, we educate students to be global citizens, responsible leaders. One element of that is that we, uh, both as a faculty and as uh, students, put a lot of emphasis on understanding the developing world. Uh, we have a project here where faculty are sent uh, to the developing world, to countries to sort of study the culture, interact with intellectuals there, interact with the citizenry to understand their experiences and integrate those those perspectives into our classes. I recently came back from Cuba, which was a really interesting trip at this moment where the country's about to change uh, in a really significant way. The people in Cuba know it. And of course, uh, Cuba has a long history with Florida and a long history with our institution. We had Cuban students here at Rollins in the early 1890s. So our goal there was to expose the faculty amongst to the culture and try to integrate those into our classes. And in fact, we're going to host a symposium on Cuba here in 2017 to sort of expose uh, some of those ideas to the broader, broader public in Central Florida. For students, we put a lot of emphasis on study abroad, um, but also put a lot of emphasis on field study and also research associated with the Global South and internationalization. So we have majors like inter international relations, IR, um, but we also have a Latin American studies program. Language studies is very important for our general education curriculum. And so there's a lot of emphasis on uh, traveling, but also learning and also on immersing ourselves in culture and understanding the positionality associated with relationship between the Western experience and the broader cultural landscape of the globe. So these are some of the things that we talk about uh, very, with a lot of intention here at Rollins. And both from the faculty perspective of like always evolving our pedagogy to, to make the most of contemporary global circumstances, but also in terms of like students and giving them opportunities to understand global questions and global problems uh, in a holistic way. This is something that really uh, shapes what happens here every day. The notion of a global citizen probably has no better example than Zorana Hurston herself, who traveled throughout the South, Latin America, and the Caribbean to understand the common experiences of people of African descent and the heritage they shared. And why, can you tell us the ways in which the Zora Festival and the town of Eatonville incorporate global citizenship in the 21st century? Let me start by stating the three goals of the Zora Neale Hurston Festival of the Arts and Humanities, and these are goals that I think will address, at least in part, uh, your question. When we began planning f the festival in 1988, uh, we identified um, core objectives or goals. One, of course, to celebrate the life and work of the folklorist, anthropologist, and writer Zora Neale Hurston, to celebrate the historic significance of her hometown, Eatonville, which she has made known popularly as, quote, the oldest incorporated African-American municipality in the United States, and thirdly, to celebrate the cultural contributions which people of African ancestry have made to the United States and to world culture. And if we look at particularly that uh, third goal, uh, we see um, in each festival the opportunity to 
address the cultural connectivity uh, that exists uh, from with people of African ancestry. Uh, but another way, and more specifically, occurs when we have the call for academic papers uh, that circulates um, around the world and typically brings responses from scholars uh, from uh, different countries uh, in Asia, in Europe, and in Africa. We also see how the global citizenry is reflected in the vendors who participate at the Outdoor Festival of the Arts. And this is particularly the case because either in the fine arts or master crafts lane, or whether it's the um, international marketplace or the international food court, um, you're going to see that kind of representation of uh, cultures, uh, diverse cultures from around the world. I want to thank President Grant Cornwell, Dr. Julian Chambliss, and N.Y. Nathiri for joining me today. And I'm Robert Castanello. I want to thank you for joining us for this episode of Every Tongue Got to Confess, a podcast exploring communities of color. And don't forget to join us at the Communities Conference, Civic Conversations Concerning 21st Century American Life in Communities of Color, January 26th and 27th, 2017, at Rollins College and in historic Eatonville. We hope to see you there. Thank you.